This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 965. Teacher Vanessa shares three tips for loving listening. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Today, you'll meet Vanessa from the YouTube channel, Speak English with Vanessa. Learn three excellent ways to improve your listening skills for IELTS while learning how to love this process as well. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. Um, we have an awesome guest today. If you are listening via podcast, you cannot see her. So I do encourage you to check out our YouTube channel, IELTS Energy TV, because we have a virtual YouTube star today, star of English teaching. Um, Vanessa, welcome to IELTS Energy. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I think maybe star is a little too strong, <laughs> but it is my pleasure to talk to you, of course, and all your listeners. <laughs> this is, I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, we've, we've gotten to work together a few times over the years, and it's always such a pleasure to talk to someone else that is as excited about teaching virtually as we are. So, Vanessa, tell us, um, tell us a little bit about what you do. What are you trying to get across to students out there? Yeah, I think that when students generally find my lessons on YouTube or on social media, generally they've come to a point where they feel like English is too tough or too boring. And then they've stumbled across my videos. And I hope it is my goal to make come across to them that English is not boring. It's not useless. And it's actually really fun. And it's yes. accomplishable. It's doable. Yes. There are lots of complex concepts that you can you know, really feel frustrated about, but I hope that my lessons will give that confidence back to students and give them some of that energy and excitement that, hey, this can be fun. And it's yeah. a real language that real people use. It's not just something that I heard on a TV show one time, right. but I've never actually felt like it's real in real life. I hope yeah. that yeah, I hope that I'll be able to give that to students. And of course, some vocabulary and grammar along the way. <laughs> well, like, um, I like the, the zooming in and the zooming out of what you are doing because, yeah, the ultimate goal is to, is to make it fun because that's the only way our students are going to learn anything anyway. If it's boring, it's not going to stick in your head. There yeah. has to be some positive emotion associated <laughs> with what you're learning. Um, so that's like the ultimate underlying 
vibe, I guess, of your lessons. But yeah, you really, you focus a lot on vocabulary, right? Um, Would you say that there are other skills that are sort of your specialty that you like to focus on in your YouTube videos or your website? Yeah, I feel like uh, vocabulary is a fun one because there's always something more that you can learn. Um, I like to talk about listening skills, how you can understand you know, the TV shows and movies or fast conversations at the office or just in daily life, and then how to pronounce things and speak so that other people can clearly understand you. I think all of that is so connected that it's really one big lump, but we often have to break that into vocabulary, pronunciation, listening, but it's all really intertwined so much. Oh, for sure. I mean, there has to be, um, we have to focus on the the individual details of the mm-hmm. language for sure. Um, but yeah, they're, they're all connected. So students, I know most of you watching and listening today are studying IELTS, but not everyone. We have a lot of people that just love to learn English from us, even though it's connected to a test. Um, But guys, everything is connected. And that's important when we're studying for a test to keep that in mind, right? Um, Because if you're going to improve your English for an English exam... (laughs) It isn't about your English at the end of the day. It's not just like, oh, I only need to practice listening to get a good score. Like, that's not it. But having said that, we are going to focus on listening today. (laughs) Well, all of some of my tips for listening include other things. So I hope that it will be really helpful. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So guys, we know that the speaking and the listening sections of the exam are intertwined, of course, and two of the most difficult ones to raise your score for the IELTS exam. So today our expert teacher, Vanessa, is going to give you three tips for improving your listening. Before we get to those three tips, Vanessa, can you tell our students where to find more of your material online? Yes, uh, I have a YouTube channel and you can search for Speak English with Vanessa. This is a very clear title. (laughs) Uh, Easy to remember. I love it. (laughs) Yes, easy to remember. My name is Vanessa. Speak English with Vanessa. Um, But that is the one place where they can find lots of, I think there's 300 or more, 400 free lessons on YouTube. And I also have a website, speakenglishwithvanessa.com with courses and digging deeper and contacting me personally, all of that kind of organized stuff that's really helpful too. Fantastic. All right. Um, Guys, she does uh, feature a cool listening challenge option on her website. So after we talk about her advice today, um, we will explore that a little bit too, in case you guys are interested. All right. So Vanessa, improve our listening. I say our, right? Like I need to improve mine as well. (laughs) You got this, Jessica. You can do it. (laughs) You guys, I've been practicing so much for this interview. No, just kidding. Okay. So what is tip number one for listening, Vanessa? Yes. Well, I think the most important thing for improving your listening skills is to we're connecting different skills here, is to improve your vocabulary. Yeah. Because um, you mentioned the listening challenge course I have. This is one of the number one things that my students take away from that course is, oh, I understood a lot of the words that I knew, but there were so many words that I didn't know. 
and that made it hard to understand. So mm-hmm. when their vocabulary builds, all of a sudden this world just opens up and you're yeah. hearing those words that you learned all the time. Totally. And that's something that, I mean, as teachers, we love that light bulb moment of yeah. when a student didn't know a word before and then they learn it and then they hear it randomly on a podcast or totally. on a TV show and they say, oh, I learned that word and I know it now. And maybe before, if they heard that word, it would have just passed them by. They would never have thought about it and yeah. they might have missed some key parts of that conversation. But learning vocabulary is great, not just for expressing yourself, of course, but mm-hmm. for understanding because you got to know what people are saying. And there's a lot of words that maybe aren't in a textbook <laughs> that we use in daily definitely. life. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So on, on that note, what do you think is a good way to learn that vocabulary that um, our students probably are not taught in textbooks, but natives use them all the time. And, you know, guys, like the scripts that you will hear people say on the IELTS listening exam, they try to mirror our daily conversation. So there is natural vocabulary you need to know. Um, So what is like one way that or one, you know, resource that our students can use to get this vocabulary? Yes, I think that an easy way, and we could say easy in quotes, <laughs> an easy way to do this is to use the CC or subtitle feature oh. on YouTube. So on YouTube, there's an option to look at the subtitles for any video. Some subtitles are automated, which means YouTube's AI system creates them and maybe they're yeah. like 80% accurate. Yeah. But some creators like me, a lot of uh, teachers, a lot of uh, maybe YouTube channels that have an international audience will Mm -hmm. put their own subtitles on YouTube. And this way you can find any video that you like. If you want to learn about uh, what it's like to travel to Berlin, (laughs) maybe you're interested in Germany. Well, if you find a video about Berlin in English, you can click CC on YouTube and you'll be able to see all of the subtitles and you'll be able to pick up every word that that person's saying. And maybe there's some words you don't know, but this is really contextual. So you'll know it from the context and you're also enjoying the topic. But I think this kind of real life, easy to access system with YouTube subtitles, everyone, almost everyone has access to YouTube. So you're able to just see the words that people are saying without you know, too much stress of finding other things. So YouTube is a great resource for that. I love that. Um, This is a great thing to add to your study plan, guys. I mean, we know sort of general topics that come up on IELTS, the environment, travel, food, Mm -hmm. like search for videos that focus on those uh, topics and turn on the, the CC, the closed caption, the subtitles. And yeah, like if they're automated it won't be 100% correct. But guys, you don't need 100% correct. You are still going to learn so much great vocab, Mm -hmm. even if the subtitles are slightly weird, right? You're still going to learn great vocab. Yeah, actually, I I have a video on my YouTube channel. I made this maybe two years ago, but it was something like eight or 10 YouTube channels for learning advanced English. So these are not English teachers. These are just channels that I personally like to learn about geography or 
self-improvement or whatever they awesome. are. And yeah. they have pretty good subtitles. So if you watch any of those videos and click CC, you're going to see accurate subtitles and also cool. interesting topics from yeah different subjects. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Fantastic. All right. So tip one, vocabulary. You have to understand the words that are going to fly past your ears. Um, that is the number one thing to try. All right. And then number two, what is the second tip for improving listening? Well, my second tip is we can make it general and then we can kind of narrow it down a bit, which is don't overwhelm yourself. So don't just start watching I don't know what a popular, t- I don't watch TV. I'm not sure what a popular TV <laughs> show is right now, but if you start just watching a TV show and you watch it for 10 minutes and you understood like five sentences, yeah. this is way too much. And you're going to feel easily overwhelmed and frustrated totally. and it's not going to lead to relatively fast progress. Yeah. So don't overwhelm yourself with this. If you watch that, just give yourself a little hug <laughs> and right. it's okay And try to scale it back a little bit. So a good way to not feel overwhelmed is to try to choose something that's a little simpler. And that might Mm -hmm. be like an English teacher's videos. So if Mm -hmm. you watch my videos compared to watching a TV show, that will be a little simpler. There might still be words you don't know. Or you might find someone who speaks in a way that you can understand a little better. But I guess this tip is what not to do, (laughs) but don't overwhelm yourself with too much at the same time if you don't understand it. Like if you don't understand 90%, it's not going to be helpful. You're not going to get that 90% just by listening. And, you know, next month you've got your exam. I got to understand. No, we need to slow it down. (laughs) Go back and try to find something that's a little bit slower and easier for you to understand because then you can pick it up more. Totally. Yeah, no, I love um, I love this piece of advice. And this is something that students um, really need to take to heart. Right. Yeah. Because if you don't follow this advice, guys, like one, you're not going to make progress. Um, and two, like you have to be realistic about where you're starting, right. And what resources you need to access this, like, as you were describing this, it, it made me think of two sort of linguistic theories that I've come across. The one actually is just like another teacher was talking about this one day. Um, (laughs) I don't know if he made this up, but it makes sense. So he called it Chinese radio. Okay, so let me, um, if for example, like you do not speak any Chinese and you like, you're like, oh, I want to learn Chinese. I'm going to listen to a radio station in Chinese and you turn it on. You're not going to learn anything. Like you're not going to understand anything that's happening there just because you're listening to like some sounds, right? So that's the first thing. And then the second thing, why is this not going to work? Because comprehensible input, guys. Um, This goes back to like Krashen's theories, right? Um, um, the only way that you are going to progress is by taking in English that is one step above where you are now. So yeah. you understand a lot of it, but you're still challenging yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that it. this kind of idea too, when a lot of theories about how to improve your English are thrown around, like just listen to English, you should just listen. I and I, I agree that listening, like there's been some studies that show our brains do learn language really well through listening. Like that's a good way to organize language. But at the same time, when I think about my three-year-old, 
when he was like two and a half, two or two and a half, that's when he started to put sentences together. But if you think about how much input he had, two and a half years, nonstop, all the time, completely in English forever, then you can't listen to, in this example, like Chinese radio, 24 hours a day, every single moment for two and a half years. That's that kind of immersion is not really realistic for a lot of us in our That's daily true. lives. And so, like if, yeah. if it's not coupled with visuals, right? Yeah. Because like, like as you are talking, you are also doing something and like there's associations with the words that you won't get just by listening. So that's yeah. why like movies and TV are so great, right? Yeah, yeah. And having said that, like a lot of the people listening to this, if they're understanding our conversation, then they're not real beginners. They're already totally knowing enough English to be able to understand us. So you can listen to things. You can watch things. Just make sure that you don't feel so overwhelmed and yeah, Yeah. be realistic about your level. I thought sometimes that's hard. (laughs) Right. I know. huh? Uh, Well, yeah. I mean, this goes back to the first point of like um, the belief in language learning that I think both of us share is that it has to be fun. It has to be motivating or you're not going to learn anything. So, yeah, like if you're watching BBC News every day and like you are so bored that you just tune out. Like, that's why you don't understand it. Well, don't watch it anymore. It's not yeah. helping you. Yeah, we live okay. in an age where there's so much material that can be interesting to every single person. There's some kind of niche. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. So before we get to tip number three, let me sum these up in case you are listening and taking notes, which I do recommend. Um, so first step, guys, we need more um, passive vocabulary. And we get that through focusing on vocabulary itself. And then we just, we hear it and we're like, oh, we, we know that now. And then that's really the only way it can become productive vocabulary, right? So we understand it and then we can use it. Um, and then the second step, make sure that you are choosing material that is appropriate for you. All right. Number three, uh, third tip for listening, Vanessa. Yes. So the third tip might not be might not sound so fun at the beginning, but I'll try to show (laughs) how it can be fun. The third one is to try to make this into small segments that you're practicing listening with and to that way that you can repeat them. Um, Uh, I think listening to something like 20 times sounds really boring to me. Um, But if you have already, we can make it fun by saying, okay, I've already watched this 20 minute TV show in my native language. And now I'm going to watch it in English. And that first time it's probably going to be super fast. And you're trying to keep up maybe with some uh, English subtitles to catch all those words. And then the next time that you watch it, and really that's the third time you've watched that 20 minute episode, it will make so much more sense. So repeating things a couple times, uh, you don't need to stress yourself out about this and say, I'm going to spend the next three hours repeating the same episode, uh, <laughs> a 20 minute TV show episode. That's a little too, you know, you want to still have a joy for the language yeah, and not try yeah. to <laughs> destroy yourself. But by doing that, that's three times your native language in English once just to practice. And then the next time to actually intake a lot of that, doing that repetition with short, semi-short segments can Mm -hmm. be very helpful instead of just once and then, okay, I heard it, whatever. But going back to that is really helpful and repeating it. 
Yes, I love it. Um, this is, yeah, this is something that I always try to, um, especially when I was like a classroom teacher trying to exploit everything, mm-hmm. right? So if we have one piece of material, I don't want to just use it once just for one purpose. Like, mm-hmm. okay, read this out loud and we're done, throw it away or whatever. But like, we're going to use this to practice reading, to practice speaking, to practice listening, right? Yep. Um, so yeah, guys, I think all of Vanessa's tips today are fantastic fantastic proof of how everything we're trying to improve in our English for this exam is connected guys. So yes, all three of these tips on the surface are for listening, but they, we have worked on speaking. We've worked on vocabulary. There's so many other things that you are going to um, benefit from in these three tips. So definitely guys come back to the blog, allersenglish.com slash IELTS. This is episode 965. (laughs) If you're watching the YouTube, you can see I had to check my notes. Um, 965, guys. And all of Vanessa's information will be in there as well as a description of these three tips. So one more time, Vanessa, where can students find you? And if you could give us a quick sort of summary of what that listening challenge is. Yes, um, they can find me at speakenglishwithvanessa.com. If they would like to dive deep into this type of listening style, these three tips are exactly what the listening challenge is. Every day I send students about a 30-second fast clip that I've taken from a a real conversation I've had with someone else. They listen to that 30-second clip and think, oh my goodness, this is so fast. How will I ever understand it? And then I've made a slow version of that same clip listen to that slow version two or three times, all of a sudden the world opens up and can learn some new vocabulary and then go back to that fast clip and it's easy peasy. So being able to build your skills and I send one of these lessons every day for 30 days. So by the time you've finished 30 days of this, usually takes like 10 or 15 minutes to finish the lesson each day. After 30 days, First of all, you feel really good about yourself because you continued for 30 days. That's kind of the feedback I get too is, oh, I'm so proud of myself. I finished all 30 days, but also you've really improved your vocabulary. I give at least three new vocabulary words each day that are in the short little clip. Um, Plus there's like review videos, there's little quizzes, and it's a good way to challenge yourself that for the next 30 days, I got this. I'm going to improve my listening and immerse myself for those couple minutes in yeah. some challenging English. That is fantastic. I love the idea of um, just providing structure, guys. Yeah. Like this is, uh, it's so hard to learn English by yourself and try to just like, you just keep telling yourself, no, I'll fit it in tomorrow. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow, right? But guys, if you um, commit to something like this, then mm-hmm. you're more likely to do it and you're more likely to improve. All right, yes. awesome. Vanessa, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show today. And I look forward to having more conversations with you in the future. Yes. Thanks so much, Jessica. It's wonderful to talk to you and good luck to all of your students. Yeah. We're all going to get sevens and eights and nines. All right. Hooray. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right, Vanessa, have a good rest of your day. All right. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.